Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich. But you're the filet fish Sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun. Yeah, you get it. Every time. And if you love the filet of fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. Previously on the Simply Human Podcast. Really happy to have Chad Austin on the show. He is a personal trainer and a fitness author. Uh, I'm sorry. Wait. Uh, yeah, Chad Austin. Sorry. Um, I <laughs> Welcome. What? Welcome. What was that? It's episode 135 of the Simply Human Podcast with your hosts, Mark and Rick. Two human beings being human. Our goal is to help you understand how humans are designed to eat, sleep, move, and enjoy, and how you can start living more like a human today. On today's show, it is the great Anna Vicino, co-host of the Angriest Trainer Podcast and a chef cookbook. And among other things, she's a comedian, and she's uh, on commercials and all sorts of things. Uh, then it's another moderately funny edition of the Humans Being Human segment with my buddy Chad, hopefully, time travel talk, and wrap up with our Simply Human tip of the week. How are you, Rick? I'm good. Uh, by the way, it's not called the Angriest Trainer Podcast. It's called uh, just a Celebrity Fitness Trainer with Vinny Tortorich and Anna Pacino. Well, excuse me for living. Well, I don't know. I think they changed it a while back because they didn't want people to think he's too angry, but he's very angry. He's very angry. He's not angry, so whatever. We can talk about it. It's the, it's the Vinnie Tortorich show. Just Google that and you'll find it. But um, Anna, Anna, she's in a very equal part of it. She's in, as important as he is. Right, yes. she. Man, golly, when did they start that? It's been three, four years well, ago? It's been longer than that, yeah. Yeah, so yeah. very very cool stuff. Um, Vinny was is a he's the one who came up with the music for the show, the intro music. He was the first guest on the show. Like it, he was instrumental in getting us off the ground. Uh, yeah. So always indebted to the great, angry Vinny. Um, just really quick, I wanted to mention something. I bring it on down now. Talk um, <laughs> the whole Dallas shooting. You're a police officer. Which is a few. Uh, hey, let's bleep that out. Okay, so y- you are close to the area, and very, I, very I was very touched uh, that so many of our listeners emailed, um, texted, called the the five three zero forty two human Facebook, uh, making sure you're okay. It it, it, it yeah. almost it 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 made me get the little th- throat frog thingy, like thinking about. And then, of course, when that's all going down, I'm texting you and I'm like trying to call you like, what the heck? I'm, I'm worried out of my brain as well. So, you know, uh, thank you for the listeners for, for your uh, concern. Yeah, it, it, it meant a lot to me. Um, <clears throat> I don't want to piggyback on that and be like, yes, give me attention. I didn't have anything to do with it. I yeah. was a few miles away when it was happening. In fact, my first indication that anything that was amiss was Lonnie texted me on my phone and he was <laughs> like, hey, you okay? And I was like... Yep. And then that's when we started getting the messages on the computer from dispatch and all that stuff. So, um, you know, it, it's a it's it's a horrible thing. Um, I don't uh, you know, I appreciate people's support for that's coming out for law enforcement. Um, I, I don't need your prayers quite as much as the, the families of the, of the five uh, Dallas officers yeah. that were killed. So, uh, you know, if you're the praying kind of person, you can leave me out if you want I got, i'm good uh, pray for their families though yeah. and it's it's really strange like i'm 36 i've been my 11 year police anniversary was monday of this week so wow I've, really I've been doing it for, for a little bit and part Jeez. of me you know has been like you know i'm getting in my mid-30s and i'm about to you know theoretically hopefully make like a, a 
assignment change and go to some, you know, go to another specialty here pretty soon and all that stuff. I, I think that I'm out of the woods as far as danger is concerned. And then something but, like that happens. Well, these guys, all of them except for one of them, are older than me. Yeah. Uh, one of them was right cro- close to retirement. A couple guys in their 40s, a, a guy in his 50s, a guy in his, I think, late, late 30s, like 39, if I'm not mistaken. So um, it just kind of drives home that... Um, uh, every day, yeah. I mean, I'm not one of those, you know, hashtag blue lives matter, hashtag never forget kind of persons. Uh, I try not to think about it, but it just kind of drives home the idea that um, it's a dangerous world. And, and sometimes, uh, you know, it, the danger hits us closely. So uh, it just kind of refreshes my memory yeah. as if as if I needed my memory refreshed. It just does it a little bit. So right. but thank you to everyone who reached out. Um, it is very, very touching to me. Um, and I know. Uh, the law enforcement community right now. We appreciate people's support. I'm not here to get into any kind of social debate. I think they're. I, I think what we need to be doing more of as a society is listening to other people's perspectives and loving because, each other. How about that? Well, I'm just listening and loving. Like listening <laughs> Same to thing. what somebody else says, just because you know somebody else might come from a different perspective. Maybe you should listen to what they have to say. Uh, maybe yeah. we should do more listening as a country. And and uh, and and. And being human to each other. Yeah. Well, uh, we so. we all we all back the blue, and we and we support you. And well, we, I mean, honestly, it, it, I understand not everybody does, and right. I get that. Yeah. We represent a lot of things to a lot of different people. I try to treat people with respect and, and professionalism every time I have contact with people. I and know that is true. Like I've been not, on ride-alongs with you, and that is I, I have always been just uh, sh- like not shocked, but very impressed. With it doesn't matter who it is, you give if they if they're giving you respect, and even if they're not, you're 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 yeah. just blinding them with with respect and yes or no sir to you know uh, and, and, and I understand it's not like that in every community in yeah. this country there's a lot more contention between the populace and the police departments in other cities uh, not the one that I work in we get a, we have a very good relationship with the people that we that we uh, the work, we work for so but I do recognize that other people have different perspectives they grew up yeah. with different backgrounds they grew up with a different reality than I have so it's my job to listen my job to to respect other people's points of view and i think we need to be doing more of that in this country good okay so, so not no not to not to bring it on down too much i uh i have a poop a poop story okay well let's rebound back up to our <laughs> level of uh algonquinian roundtable conversation that was an amazing word that you just used okay so the guy that's going to be on humans being human his name is chad he's a good friend of mine a big big old guy he played football at baylor he was an offensive lineman at baylor and then he transferred to the school that I played at and finished out there. Um, we're in a, a, I think I've talked about it before, uh, Simply, Human, Simply Humans own Blake, who's been on several times. He's got, forgot his 10-year anniversary. We're in this group, and there's a, a weekend, I think we've talked about it, called the Tournament of Champions, and it's like 20, yes, 20 guys. Yes, you've talked about it several times. Okay, well, there's this text thread. It's, a, it's an excuse for guys <laughs> to go and just get drunk and play horseshoe. Well, I, I don't know about the drunk thing. Uh, that's uh, that's I do. to each his own. I don't know about any of that. I go to play sporting clays and washers and win uh, a competition. But anyway, there's this text thread, a TOC text thread, and we're all always playing pranks on each other and, and joking around with each other, and it's just this, it's just this funny thing. So there's this big sort of thing about one of the guys owns a company in Dallas and he bought a bunch of Yetis, like those 20 ounce Yeti mugs and put like his... We're actually talking about the the, the uh, giant big, like, Bigfoot-like creature. Oh, no, no, no. The uh, Like the coolers and the cups. A herd of Yetis. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Very expensive. No. Um, yeah. And so he slapped his company logo on, this, on these cups and there's only like four guys in the group that have these cups 
And it's like everybody wants a cup, but he's only given them to a few guys. And so there's this big thing about, you know, send me a cup. Toby, he's been on the show. Send me a cup. Send me a cup. And so Blake went and bought one of those Bubba cups, like a, a just like a regular old $10 cup. And he drew the, the company logo on the cup and it was like, you know, like, screw you. I don't need your cup. I got my own here. Well, Chad texts me and he says, I need you to steal because Blake lives in my neighborhood. He says, I need you to steal that cup and mail it to me. Oh, that's a, that would be a good one. And I was like, okay, all right, how am I going to do this? How am I going to do this? So, like Mission Impossible right, style, yeah. like repelling from the sea. So here's how I did it. So Blake, I knew that Blake was going to be at a dinner thing on like a Thursday night or something. And so I was, no, it was a Wednesday because I was coming home from something else and I texted in the, in our, in the, my wife, Blake's wife, Blake and me are in a little text thread. And so I texted that group, Hey Stephanie, when we had just shot fireworks over there the night before I said, can I, I think I, I dropped something out of my pocket, I, I, my little, a little thing like mints or something. I think I left, I think it's in your backyard. I can't find it anywhere. Can I come by and look for it? Yeah, sure. Okay. Blake's not Why there. Why didn't you just tell her you're going to steal the cup? No, because she would, she would tell. She's loyal. She's loyal to the end, and I know that. So I couldn't tell her. <laughs> so I go. So I show up. The her the, the boys are in bed. She's awake, like eating dinner. You know, it's like her time, like to watch her show and have her dinner. And here I come, looking. So I have the mints in my pocket. So I go out in the backyard. And I'm like, we're both kind of kicking. I around. can only imagine how you're going to screw this. Well, up. Well, no, just just wait, <laughs> just wait. So I'm out in the backyard. I'm kind of kicking around, and oh, here it is. So I have the mints in my pocket, and I reach down, and I. You know, I pretend like I pull them up out of the grass. I'm like, oh, God, I'm, you know, ha ha. Well, I'm walking back through the kitchen and I see the cup on, and I don't even know if the cup is at the house. He might have the cup, but it's, it's like sitting on the counter by the refrigerator. And I'm like, okay. And she's like standing there, you know, like I'm, I hadn't thought this through. If I'd like maybe thrown my keys. So I punch her in the face and knock her out. <laughs> Hit her with a sledgehammer. <laughs> she died. Um, yeah, so Blake's mad. <laughs> Uh, so I'm like, how am I gonna get this cup? I'm like so close, I can't just abort the mission because I'm like the cup is within arm's reach. So she, while I'm there, she's like, oh, you know what? We overbought spinach here. Take some of the spinach. So she's like handing me the spinach, you know, out of the refrigerator. We overbought spinach. Yeah, she like had two things of spinach, and they weren't going to eat it all. You and your friends. Mm, whatever. So she, I'm, <laughs> I'm like, I got to get this cup. How am I going to get this cup? Well, it's like the perfect thing. She hands me my daughter's jacket or like the sweater thing that she had the night before. She's like, oh, Halen left this Man, here. Man, I'm shooting your story so full of holes. Why does your daughter have a jacket? It's July it, in Texas. We took it over because of mosquitoes. Instead of spraying mosquitoes we just she just took like a long sleeve like hoodie thing to to wear while we were shooting fireworks she didn't wear it we just she just had it but she left it over there so she gives me like the perfect thing to wrap up the cup in to steal but she's standing there like i can't just like you know do it like i've got to figure out a way to get her back in the living room but she's like standing there over there yeah she's like standing there waiting for me to leave (laughs) so she could like finish her dinner just making yourself comfortable. <laughs> well, and, and so it's like she I, she gives me the spinach, and I just this is when the wheels fell off. I, I'm just like standing there, like uh, I I she's like, are you okay? Like what 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 are you like? She's like, why aren't you you know why aren't you leaving? It's basically kind of how she was acting, and I didn't want to leave, and I was trying to I was, I, my, and I'm like looking around, and she's like, what are you doing? Like and and like so finally like, I start walking, and then I go back into the kitchen after she's walking to the living room. And she is like. She's so confused. It's the most awkward moment, but she's enough around the corner where I I grab the cup and I leave. But she she immediately sends a text. It was like uh, Mark just like had a stroke in my kitchen. 
he was acting really weird, and and I wrote back like, oh yeah, I, I lost my phone, or like my phone was in my car. I, I thought I left it in your kitchen. I made up something, but she, and she was like, I think I thought you were like trying to take something of Blake's, and I was like, oh, idiot. It's like they, she's she's got me. You know, she's gonna come home and find the cup is gone. No, exactly. Well, I, but listen. So I still I I didn't give it away completely. Chad okay. Chad and I are talking, and I'm like, I have the cup. She she suspects something because I completely ruined that. What I should have done was th- like thrown my phone and keys by the cup, walked to the front door with her, and then said, "Oh, my! I left my keys in the kitchen," and then gone around and gotten it. That would have been totally non-suspicious. That would have been, right. been not Mark. Right. Yes. So the next morning, after I'm gonna I'm gonna mail Chad the cup, like the next morning, Thursday morning, and I I've thought about it, and I I decide that I can't betray Blake in this way. So we decide to double cross Chad. You can't betray Blake in this way. Yeah. So I decide I'm going to betray Chad. So what? I, I call Blake up. You know, <laughs> oh I, my God. Thursday morning, Blake. Hello, I, Blake. I'm so, I'm sorry. I, I I stole your cup. I have your cup. And he, and then of course it's like okay that explains why you were being so weird. I imagine like Stephanie probably thought I was about to try to like kiss her or something. Like that's how like <laughs> awkward. Yank, yank your pants down. You're like, <laughs> <laughs> that's a, like that's how awkward it was you know like she was like what are you doing so that explained all that and i was like okay we gotta so what we ended up doing was i i had a box that looked like a cup would fit in it and so blake and i took a video of me i i, I of us putting his big dog all his poop in the backyard we shoveled it up and put it in a ziploc bag and took a video of us doing this and we mailed that to chad so, and I don't tell Chad that we're doing this. So he gets the package Monday, thinking that it's it's Blake's cup, and he opens it up, and it is a it is a Ziploc bag full of dog crap. <laughs> and he and I put some like he loves Twinkies and like Ho Hos and like little Devies. So I put like I opened up Twinkies and put them in with the dog crap, you know. So like like he couldn't eat them, but like they were right there. And uh, so yeah, well I guess he could if he wanted to. So we double crossed. Chad, so I feel like I, 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 I saved the prank. Was that, is that, a, was that an acceptable prank? Yeah, that's pretty good. Uh, it would have been way funnier if uh, you would have yourself crapped in the bag. <laughs> well, we thought, we thought about that, but then we were like, hold There's on, is that... In, it, it just way more uh, sterile yeah. feeling about dog poop yeah. than human poop. Like, I go out before <laughs> I mow the lawn, and I pick up all the dog poop. It right. doesn't take that long, but, like, I, you know, I'll, I'll just use a... Uh, put my hand inside of a plastic grocery sack and pick it up right, that way. Right. But I would never dream of picking up a human turd <laughs> that way. I would want like five layer, yeah. layers of protection. So With like a mask. Well, we thought about yeah. that, but then we were like, is it is that illegal to to do that? Is that would you get in trouble? For, I don't know. Yeah. Feeling a human turd. I don't know. Look, I don't know. We'll have to up. find somebody. Yeah. We'll have to have on someone from like the postmaster yeah. general. Is it? Is it? So um. Tell us the legality of mailing a human. Yeah. Doo-doo. Well. The the other uh, jokes on jokes on us is that it cost me like twenty bucks to, to mail them. <laughs> so so Chad's like, oh cool. He's well, just like, that's that's one more person that you could have uh, <laughs> given that the, the movie theater. Gonna, and made them take their kids that's out. what I was gonna say. Next oh, time we'll just have to sit there and take it. Yeah, <laughs> I would have twenty bucks, man, sir. If I had twenty dollars, I would I would give it to you and ask you to leave. <laughs> oh man. Well, hold on. We are we are we need to get to the interview with Anna. Uh, uh, so go to the website simplyhumanlifestyle.com you can follow me on Instagram, Twitter, Periscope Snapchat at simplyhuman52 go to the um, 
store page, and there's all our stuff. There's a Donate Now button there, and there's a Donate Now button in the show notes of this show if you want to uh, throw a little change our way, if you think what we're doing is worth anything. Uh, during the hot dog segment, we're going to talk about a, a, a new structure of the of the movement programming, monthly programming that I offer. I've been working with more and more people, and I'm going to I'm gonna ch- kind of change, for the better, I think I'm going to change the, the uh, agreement, and we're going to talk about that in the hot dog segment, so stay tuned there. Um, email the show, simplyhumanlifestyle at gmail.com. You can email Rick at simplyhumanrick at gmail.com. Like us on Facebook. Leave us an iTunes review. We're getting a ton of iTunes reviews. Have we? There are a lot of ratings. Yeah. Uh, I don't know how it happens. Sometimes yeah. we'll see the narrative reviews. Sometimes we don't. It's very random, but like we've been getting a bunch of uh, star ratings, especially. So thank you to everyone yeah. who's taken their time to do that. Uh, especially to the person who I think I put in our Facebook yeah. page. His review was entitled Poop. But, or, and yeah. the uh, text of it was just Poop. So yeah. thank you. Thank you very much. All right, here's Anna. We talked to her about all sorts of fun things, interesting things. Do you, do you remember, you may not even remember this, but at the beginning of our show and in the middle of our show, for the last, what, Rick, two years? Uh, it's been a while, yeah, a couple of years. Previously on the Simply Human podcast, you gave us like a couple little stingers with your uh, with your special radio. Your uh, yeah, and and the and then uh, you're listening. You're listening to the Simply Human podcast. Yeah, I, I've used we've used them on every show since you've been. The wow, host. that's cool. A long time ago. So Anna Vicino, wow, I'm going to send you guys a bill for that. I know, show. I know. Well, that's, we, we've talked about that before. <laughs> no, like, I'm just kidding. What, I would never. Like, I what don't it, care. Yeah, like what, what it would have cost to like book the studio and like have you do all that. Like, man, we really, <laughs> it's like my brother is a, owns a design studio in New York and and so like I'll call him up when I need something. Yeah. And uh, yeah, his name is Jeff, but his full name is Jeffrey Rogers. And so I'll say, hi, is this Jeff with jeffreedesign.com? <laughs> <laughs> and he's like, no, it's not. You need no. to pay me money. Jeff, I'm putting my finger like I'm wearing, having a fake mustache on. Jeffrey no longer works here. <laughs> right, right. So you're Anna Free. Anna yeah, Free exactly. Vicino. So exactly. Anna, welcome back to the show. It's been a long time since Wait, you've been Wait, are we on the air? We are. We've, we're recording. I just I just said a curse word. Is that okay? Um. I think I heard it, but I, I go back and, and uh, bleep it Will out. you bleep it's, me? Oh, it's no big deal. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. That now I know not to do it. Oh, it's fine. Rick, I, Rick, you know what's weird? I meant to tell you this earlier. Um, you Two shows ago, Rick was really mad at me, and I, I seriously had to use my bleeping tool about, what, Rick, a dozen times? <laughs> I uh, uncorked. Yeah. Uh, like a drunken sailor yeah. on Mark. And we were- okay. And then, la- and then last week, I didn't have any bleeps, and it felt like, you know, you walk out of the house, and you're like, you know you don't have something that you're supposed to have. Like, it just, I felt really <laughs> weird publishing it, not having any, I was like, there's got to be It's too clean. Something Sometimes I- things are too clean. <laughs> yeah, that's never good. So, well, Anna, the last time you were on... Um, was it a couple years ago? Yeah, really? Yeah, I think it was, and it was with you and and you and Vinny were on together. Yes. That's right. And yes. we, that was fun. So we've never had you on, and so we've never yeah. we've never gotten to like really talk to you. Vinny's always there interrupting us and like making jokes about That's my hat and making That's fun of does. me. Um, so let's let's start off with your story. How about your origin story? Your background. <laughs> how did you get to where you are in the graphic today? novel of Anna's life? Right. The origin story Paint us a picture. Be- begins in Arlington, Virginia. Oh, I thought you were going to say Texas. Hmm. Nope. You were born? You, you came out of your mother's <laughs> I womb? Was, I was born in Richmond, Virginia, and I grew up in Arlington, Virginia. And um, yeah, no, I, you know, I had a single mom, and she was not able to cook a lot. So, And I was obsessed with watching cooking shows. 
Huh. And so I would watch like the Frugal Gourmet and Julia Child. Yes. That was the other thing. I had to watch PBS because my mom wouldn't let me watch trashy TV. And like the Simpsons. Frankly, there weren't a lot of cooking shows on regular TV anyway. They were yeah. all on PBS at that point in the 70s and 80s before there were before cable got big and we had the Food Network and right. stuff. So I would watch those cooking shows and I would just be like, oh, I wish I had that kind of food. <laughs> <laughs> and I would like go in the fridge and it would be like Steakums. And like whatever food we had in 1982, you know, yeah. like whatever we had like Tang. Actually, there is funny how parents draw the line too. she was like, we're not buying Tang. That's garbage. But right. I'll let you drink Coke and pop tarts and pop tarts. Yeah. So we can't on. have I couldn't have cereal that had sugar in the first three or four ingredients okay, okay. or something well, like that. That's at least a little bit of effort. That's okay. Yeah, it was a little she was trying. But then like I was in ballet all the time and then we would go to McDonald's every time right. after ballet because well, I was so hungry and it was nine o'clock at night and you you know what I mean? So Rick, like, do you what is it? What what messages are we sending here? What are what are steakums, Rick? Do you know what steakums? Oh, Mark, are? you don't know what those are. We used to have those all the time growing up. It's like uh, it's like sliced steak, like uh, like you would put like in a Philly cheese steak exactly. sandwich type, but if they're exactly. frozen, oh my yeah. gosh, we used Good. to me and my brother. You do them in the toaster oven. We we would do it that oh, way, wow. or we would we had like an electric griddle, and we would put them on the electric griddle to, to, to cook them up. And they were oh man, they were awesome. See when yeah. I I remember I'm like, sure they're probably like the worst quality yeah. meat oh. possible. <laughs> yeah. no, well, that's uh, like the in the, like, the John Candy movie, The Great Outdoors. <laughs> that's uh, those steakums come from the lips and a holes. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> all For that, sure, that those cows all died of cancer. Uh, that's uh, that's how they killed <laughs> and them. They, they and just, then we ate them. Yeah, right, exactly. Yay! So like, America. I remember. Like, <laughs> <laughs> I remember bagel bites, Rick. You remember bagel bites? Very much. Is so. that still a thing? Are there still bagel bites? It's still a thing. I, I haven't eaten one in years. Like but pizza yeah, rolls. I still see them. Toaster strudels was big in our house. Toaster. But listen, a lot of processed foods my mom wouldn't spend money on. So things like toaster strudels and pop tarts were like she wouldn't buy those things because really what you're getting you only get like what six pop tarts and a thing. Yeah, right. they're not it even was a good ex- value. Yeah. No, they're not a good value, and it was too expensive, so she wouldn't buy things like that. So it was like we really bought like the bargain basement processed foods. <laughs> Steakums <laughs> was one of them. Steakums. I can't believe of all Steakums. my processed food experience, Rick. I've never had a steak. I feel like I need to go have a Steakums now. Then you can go have a diarrhea in your pants. <laughs> yeah. Good times. <laughs> that is good times. Okay, so then, so then what? Then what happened after after um, you ate that steakums? <laughs> well, see, I was always a, I was always a latchkey kid, so I had to figure it out on my own. Yeah, you know. And then I really quickly kind of figured out if I was going to eat anything healthy, I needed to make. My mom taught me how to bake. She was a good baker, so if, if she's home on the weekends, she would make stuff. But she had a full time job at the Library of Congress. Then she would come home and teach piano until like 10 o'clock at night. And then she would teach piano all week. So like literally she just worked like 42 jobs. I imagine the library was never around. So I just figured everything. Was she like the librarian in the Library of Congress? She's like shushing all the senators. Like I was just about to say the senator walks in and she shushes them. That would be perfect for her personality (laughs) profile. But no, she was a a, a copyright, like a person who did the copywriting of books. Oh, cool. when you mail your book in, she's the one. She's the lady who would enter it into the computer. Awesome. I just and, I put in the show notes. I put librarian of Congress. So okay, don't. That's not even accurate. <laughs> that's not even a thing. I don't think that's not a. It's not a lady with you know white hair and a bun, glasses, glasses yeah, yeah. shushing people yeah. with a corduroy skirt. Like that doesn't. That's not. That's, that's not what happens. That's not a thing. Okay. No. Okay. 
So after the Library of Congress, what happened to uh, you? Anyway, yeah. so okay, so I went on to college, went and and I moved to Atlanta, and uh, I I ate like dog crap. Like mm. I just we just talked ate... about dog crap, actually, didn't we, Rick? Yes, we told a dog crap story. You oh. know what you're saying, Anna is. Like that's, I think that's everyone who went to college can universally. <laughs> yeah, I, I, I know. I used, to, I used to go to McDonald's on Tuesdays. They'd have like twenty-nine cent hamburger day, and I would get like <laughs> ten McDonald's hamburgers. That was like, such a great so, day, right? I'm yeah. so smart with my money. I only spent two dollars and ninety cents, and I'm so this full. This is what I'm, I'm saying. So you yeah. had a you had a hundred. But I always was able to eat whatever I wanted and be super skinny. Which is probably the most, that's the worst thing that could happen. Like if there's yep. an immediate result where you gain weight or you get sick, then, your habits then you change, know right. and there's a causal relation that's happening. Right. But for me, I was super skinny. So I was like, and I even had, fr- and you know, it's bad when you have other, when you're like 23 and you have other 23 year olds telling you, you need to back off the <laughs> yeah. way you eat. <laughs> it's frightening like, people. Yeah. Like you have ketchup, all there's ketchup always on your face. Always, like, yeah, <laughs> and on your shirt. And I would be like, I want to go get an ice cream, and it wouldn't be like an ice cream; it would always be Dairy Queen, or like it was just like, the worst, the worst. Yeah. And um, anyway, so I finally, when I was 28 and I had a two-year-old, I was diagnosed with celiac disease, and the only reason that I was diagnosed was because my mom was diagnosed. I didn't think I had any symptoms or was sick at all because I was so young. Turns out after. After I was diagnosed, I would get, I got a DEXA scan. Turns out I had osteopenia. I was extremely anemic. I mean, and it's so rare to have a 28 year old have osteopenia, which is the step right before osteoporosis. Um, but so thank God I was, thank God she was diagnosed so that I could be diagnosed because then it it made me clean up my act, you know? And, uh, I didn't even realize that basically I wasn't digesting a nutrient for my entire life. However, I don't think I was putting a lot of nutrients into my body except for Flintstone vitamins. You know what I'm saying? Like it wasn't pretty. Now you're talking. And steakums. And steakums. I would would wrap Flintstone vitamins (laughs) like a roll up and steakums. I was going to say that. You like like crunch them up and sprinkle them on like salt. (laughs) Like your Flintstone I had to put more sugar on my steakums. So that's what I, that's how I roll. But only the purple Flintstones vitamins, Mm. the Dino ones. I mean, how do you, that's amazing that you remember that. That I, is th- a callback right there. Yeah. yeah. You're welcome. I'm old, but I still <laughs> remember stuff from when I'm old. Okay, great. Yeah. Okay, so, so then you, you gra- well, you may, may or may not have graduated. I did graduate. Okay. <laughs> Proud to Emory say I have Uni- a degree. From yes. Emory University. From Emory University. Um, yep. Major, double major in history and French. And uh, paid off my student loans about 10 to 12 years later. Can't remember how to speak French, but thank God I majored in it. So that's yeah, good. for sure. Um, smart. Uh, comment, I make smart comment choices, guys. Comment tu t'appelles? Uh, je m'appelle Anna. Ah, uh-huh, very good. See, Rick, we're having a conversation, so you can just butt out. Oh, well, yep. I will. Nous parlons français sans Rick. She called you a bad word. I'm going to bleep that. No, I didn't. I did not. I said nothing of the sort. I said, Rick, am I right? That guy. Yeah. See, so you, I agree. You, you're, so that was worth it. Your degree was worth it. Yeah. So I say what? My so name have, is Anna. So you could have a one-second conversation <laughs> on a podcast twenty years later. <laughs> exactly. <sighs> okay. 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 I did go to Paris a couple weeks ago, and that oh, that, that was good. I did see that. I, I want to talk about that later. So bookmark that. I did see that on okay. your Facebook. Oh, the dairy. All right, we'll get to that. Um, so, so I cleaned up my act and I cut out gluten, and that's f- all fine and well. And um, and I've also over the years taught myself how to cook. I do love cooking at home, so I became quite a good little cook. 
I like doing it. People come to me to make things. I'm the, always the friend that you text and say, hey, I'm buying this cut of meat. What does that mean? How do I prepare? You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, And it kind of drives me crazy because there's a thing called Google. Yeah, like Google um, idiots. <laughs> and, but, you know, but me being the little helpful lady that I am can't help myself. Um, right. Some guy emailed me the other day. Oh, no, put a post on my blog because I have this recipe, orange coconut popovers. Oh it's a my gosh. Yes, I do know those. It's a breakfast recipe. And of course they're made without grain. So they're not traditional popovers. They're not like really puffy, grainy baked goods, but they're, you know, they're a little more compact because they don't have grains, um, but they're really good for breakfast. And so a guy posted saying coconut cream has 14 grams of sugar. You might as well just put Gatorade in there. Mm. And I immediately was like, well, I, you must have the wrong kind of coconut cream. <laughs> and then I found his email through the comments and emailed him. You're like, and then I found his mailing address and I mailed and him a thing. bomb. And then I flew there yesterday and I set him straight. No, he did send me a picture of his coconut cream. And sure enough, the second ingredient in it was sugar and it had 14 grams of sugar. Well, that's on him for buying stupid I know. I was coconut like, what are you cream. Yeah, right. But then yeah. I thought, is that confusing to people? Because I just thought coconut cream was coconut cream. So right. maybe there does need to be some clarification. But it was just funny. I was like, no, you're not getting away with this, Matthew. <laughs> <laughs> Send us his, uh, his mailing address and we'll put it in the show notes. Well, yeah. you want to you <laughs> put it up? That, that is amazing to me. You are basically self-taught how yeah. to do all the stuff in the kitchen. Right? Yeah. I am self taught. It's like an amalgamation of watching cooking shows, which I think are, to me, were super helpful because yeah. they would go through, yeah. especially the unedited ones in the 80s, they would go through all the steps, you know? <laughs> when and they then, like burn their fingers and start cursing and then like, yeah. they don't edit it. It's real. Yeah. They would spill stuff. Like it wasn't like <laughs> slick and, you know, yeah. which kind of like is like my periscopes. They're very unrefined. Well, do you remember the uh, Saturday Night Live sketch? Was it Dan Aykroyd, the, the Julia Childs, and oh, I've got the dickens out of my finger? And then he's just yes. bleeding. Exactly. All over the whole thing. I mean, it's based somewhat in truth because she was a mess and like right. would make a big mess and you yeah, know. Yeah. Um, and then I worked. Uh, my best friend owned a catering company, and so at the end of college and a few years out of college, I would go there. And when you have to cut forty five hundred red peppers a certain really way, you it. learn how to cook. Yeah, yeah. You learn how to prep food, what, and um, what so do you, what do you think about all the? There's these subscriptions you can sign up to now and they like send you the ingredients and you know I'm I'm wary of those only because I have so many food restrictions but I'm really curious to try one I want to see what the quality of food is like yeah we've tried it and we we have it set up to be sent every other week instead of every week and it what's really just one meal yeah and it's like like it comes in little perfect little serving bottles little cute little bottles if you just need this much vinegar like here's the packaging sounds incredibly expensive then right but like but it's like it's really not like when you like break it down like it's like sixty dollars for three meals. And oh, they, you know, that's they, not bad. And it's, well, yeah. Because I can't tell you how many times like, I go to the store. Like, for instance, for Father's Day, I got a food dehydrator, and I'm going to make my own beef jerky. Well, the recipe, oh, that, cool. I, the recipe that I found called for two uh, sage leaves. Well, you can't just buy, like, two leaves of sage. You have to buy a whole right. package. Well, I'm going to end up throwing... 85% of these sage leaves away. Welcome yeah. like, to cooking at home in America. Yep. Right. Yep. So it's what we do. So uh, maybe like that's, yeah, you're probably paying a little bit more for like the packaging, but you're probably wasting a lot yeah. less for what Mark's that's talking true. about well, because they send you exactly what you need. But here's, and here's the thing like that. I, I'm not saying that everybody should just do that. And then it, like, but after we've done that a few times, then it's like that there's a night that we're out of those meals. Like you just, you learn stuff 
from the recipes, right? You learn like, oh, yeah, if, I, sure if, if I saute this that way, that makes it do this. And, and, then, and yeah. you, then you're like, oh, if I only made shallots that way, now it'll taste so much better. Yeah. Like you'll learn a technique yes. of cooking, I'm sure. And so I'm, I'm thinking like when you're doing the catering thing, like you're just picking up on all these little Absolutely. things. And if you never cook... You don't, and understanding like, different flavor profiles, especially yeah. like I understand Southern food really well and I understand Italian food really well. Mm. And uh, and then some other cuisines that I just get into, but you understand like what the different flavor components are. You start to understand how, you know, how you use vinegar in a recipe right, right. To, to cut the fat, how, or, you know, to yeah. cut the richness of stuff instead of using sugar to cut the richness. You know, there's different. Have you read the Michael Pollan book, Cooked? No, I haven't read that one. Have you heard it? I mean, it's. I think. Do you guys you... hear my dog crying? No. Okay, hold on. Vamp for a second. I'm letting the dog in. Okay, so I'm gonna talk about cooked. So Rick, this Holland. book. Uh, my, oh yeah. Well, I guess she, she wants to hear about it. Um, well, oh, I listened to this book. Okay, I'm back. no, that doesn't count. Okay. No, no, no. I, okay. I'm, back. I, I, I'm you, telling you, I'm disclosing to you that I'm, I'm telling you that I didn't read it. I listened to it. Okay. Good. Okay. We, Anna, we have a long-standing argument that Mark thinks it's count, it counts. When you say I read a book, to listen to an audio book yeah. is the same thing as reading it, and I disagree staunchly. So. I'm with Rick on this Dang one. It. Thank you, thank you, Anna. You are smart. Okay. But anyway, Mark, you okay. were saying you yeah. listened. To I listened to a book, and it's called it's called Cook, and there there are four chapters. And one of the first chapter is like cooking with fire. The next chapter is cooking with water. The next chapter is cooking with earth, like like fermentation and things like mm-hmm. that. And then the next mm-hmm. is, is, how they used to throw kimchi in the ground and yeah. just let just yes. let it sit there for a couple yeah. months. Yeah, and it's so fascinating. And you learn like yeah. it's really interesting how to cook. Uh, how they how they cure things with salt. Right, right. Like, like it's like we, fascinating. Yeah, they didn't used to have refrigerators and freezers. Like they they had to eat and they they just they figured it out. And that's like sometimes. Somebody. Oh, go ahead. No, I was going to say, somebody sent me something the other day about you take egg yolks and you put them in salt for like a couple of days, three, four, five days, and then they basically turn into like they're almost like the hard-boiled egg consistency, and then you like grate it over salads, and it has a totally different, it actually has like a sweeter flavor. I thought you were going to say you put salt on egg yolks and five days later, it's a (laughs) steakums. I'm sure. I'm calling for an end to all Mark-related steakums. <laughs> sorry, gone to that well too many sorry, times. I was that, sorry, did that qualify as a joke? I mean, I think. Oh no, I don't think it does. I do okay. not think it does. Well, Anna, okay. what, Anna, do you? Did you? What do you think? It was more of a reference than a joke. Okay. You know what I mean? It was like thank a suggestion you. Thank you. of a joke. Thank you, Anna. For yeah. So I don't know if I should be saying thank you to that. Um, no, I don't think yeah. you should. I think I insulted you. I'm sorry. It's okay. Right. It's okay. Anna. I don't oh, know. Oh, it's okay. Rick said it's okay, yeah. so it's okay. I don't know the difference. Um, but one thing interesting out of that book, just kind of a, a cool point, is that back how they used to cook bread when the, you had a sourdough like bacteria, you had a starter. Right. It was a very long, slow process, and so the way that they used to make bread. It, it was there was a lot of pre-digestion outside of the body, and so all the gluten and all the the, lep, the, the lectins and everything that's causing all the celiac and all that were mm-hmm. like were broken down, and so there weren't any gluten intolerances. But now that they're they've sped up the process, then now like that stuff isn't broken down because it's such a fast process. And now you're getting all the gluten and celiac stuff. Is that right? Do you do you have well, like? Well, this is the thing with celiac. They they still don't quite understand why the proliferation of all autoimmunes, but definitely celiac, they're trying to figure out, is it the quality of the wheat, which I believe is addressed in wheat belly? Right. Great um, is it our gut microbiome is messed up because we've eaten so much processed foods? Is it, um, you know, like what you said, is it the, the, the gluten was processed differently 
with, with the bacteria and stuff? Yeah. Like, or is it just that we're so sterile and we've used too much Purell? It, it's, I've heard like, oh, yeah. it's babies who go are born through C-sections. They don't get the mother's bacteria. Like I've heard all sorts, like nobody knows though. Really, right. nobody right. knows. We did have Kieran Christian on the podcast. It should come out soon. And he was interesting. He's a, he's a gut dude and he knows all about uh leaky gut which is now being called intestinal permeability Permeability, which he said is at the basis of almost everything so then the immune system just freaks out yeah we had um uh michael ruscio dr ruscio on the show and uh ruscio on the show and he's like a he's a he is a fellow gut dude i think that's on his business card actually just like gut 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 dude yeah (laughs) I like gut dudes because yeah. someone out there is trying to figure out what the frick is wrong with me. Yeah, right. We're finding out it's so connected to every single your brain like, process of your body. Yeah, it's, like, yeah, it's crazy. It's just amazing. But I well, want to talk, talk more about your cooking before we get too okay. far off. Yeah, yeah. Because this is what I have to say to you, Anna Vicino. Uh-oh. Okay. Uh-oh. Thank you. Thank oh. you. Oh. You have. Oh, and I'm, I'm, not being, <laughs> I'm not being hyperbolic here. You've changed my life. Yep. What? Because I, I have cooked so many of the recipes that you can find at anavicino.com. You have? Bacon broccoli is something I cook twice a week, and my I have two boys, eight and five. The five-year-old actually asks for bacon broccoli. Bacon broccoli is dope. It's so good. Dude, it's so easy to cook. I use your your, your pizza sauce recipe, your fathead pizza crust recipe, your orange popovers. Like, uh, you had like a steak with balsamic vinegar. Like, I have tried... So many of your recipes, and, and they're all pretty simple. I'm not like hey, why don't you inventing like, the wheel I, here? Yeah, I am not like uh, an expert in the kitchen. I do all the cooking for the family because my wife is very, very busy. He's an expert I'm in not, the bedroom. <clears throat> yeah, expert in many things, Mark. <laughs> but like, uh, I, uh, I, I, if I can follow these recipes, anybody can. And so yeah, that was that one of the true. big struggles. God, I guess it's been about two or three years ago, maybe about three years ago, when Mark finally convinced me, hey, you should give up sugars, you can give up grains. I yeah. asked the first, I said the first thing everybody says when you tell them that, well, what the hell am I supposed to eat? And <laughs> Isn't after, that like, funny where you think, yeah. like, what am I going to eat? Yeah, oh, I'm like a million no other things. There's like, no there are food. a lot of other things. Yeah. <laughs> so after like two weeks of nothing but like, you know, steak and uh, grilled chicken and broccoli. Uh, steamed broccoli, yeah. I was like, all right, I want different <laughs> foods. Well, that's how I got turned on to your Inventi show, and that's how I got turned on to your website. You and I live I'm – de- I'm dead serious. On my iPhone, I have an, a, a, uh, a shortcut to your site so that I can quickly – most of the things I cook all the time, I have it memorized now from your. But like, I yeah, can't. Yeah, I mean, they're pretty I, yeah. easy to kind of memorize. And once you have it memorized, you can be like, you know what? I'm I don't gonna, have basil on hand, yeah. but I do have sage right. because I had to buy a whole pack of it. Right. What would that taste like? And then you could create something new. That's great. That's what recipes That's are. That's cooking, right? So That's, I want yeah. to. Th- I want to thank you for doing a lot Aww. of work to help people like us that are trying hard, that that aren't as smart in the kitchen. And I want to implore everyone out there who listens to this, who says the same thing, like, man, what am I supposed to eat? I don't know. Go to uh, to AnnaVicino.com. We'll reference it in the show notes, but it's real easy. AnnaVicino.com. And you will find uh, all kinds of stuff on there, but you uh, find the recipes, and oh, my goodness, they are incredible. Hey, okay. So, oh, I, that's so nice. Well, in the time we have left, I, wanted, I want you to be able to talk about— How much the, time do we have left? Uh, we have eight minutes. 
Oh, oh, let's come on. We can go longer. I can, than that. I can go longer if you guys can. I it's can. you guys. That's what she said. Um, <laughs> I can uh, go longer if you guys yeah. can. <laughs> so talk about your book. Don't you have a yes. book? There's a yeah, book. Yeah, you know what? I just got the uh, first hard copy ever of it yesterday, and um, I'm I, it's it's getting there. Is Vinny <laughs> is Vinny on the cover with a shirt off? Um, that's a different book. Thank God. Uh, oh. No, you know what's on the cover is uh, you with your zucchini shirt. noodles. No, I wouldn't be on the cover of my own book. <laughs> that's so Roger. dumb. Sorry. Um, you, you, Rick, Rick, and Mark are on the cover. Um, the uh, book, yes. The book is uh, it's it's on the way. Here's what I just found out. I was going to do print on demand, but they don't use a higher enough quality of paper. So I'm, I'm I'm flipping through right now. I need like that nice glossy, yes. heavier weighted paper to make the pictures really pop. So we're gonna have to. I'm figuring. I literally I think have to buy like ten thousand copies now. Uh. <laughs> but well, I'm figuring out. And there's some layout issues. But we're we're gonna have it. It's coming out August second. The ebook is already ready and it looks fabulous. Awesome. Um, I am a hard copy cookbook fan yes i have yeah, a I, I, of I, I prefer to have so, it hard copy because then i yeah. don't have to keep touching my phone right i was just gonna dirty, say that with my yeah. dirty fingers to keep it from going to sleep exactly. like i have a hard copy exactly and and the issue i'm having here like like for instance this is kind of go it the you know the center of the book when you open it, it's called the gutter so like the words are kind of going too far into yeah. the gutter and, I, and then you'll have to put your hand on it to flatten it and i don't want people to have to do i want it to like sit so you could just read it yeah and cook you know so there's it's like I'm a cookbook expert because I've consumed a bajillion cookbooks. So you know what the consumer wants. Yeah, to see. Well, what I, I'm yeah. basically doing it. What I would like in a cookbook. However, there are so many restrictions when you're self-publishing it. We could not get fancy with this thing at all, or else it would just be cost prohibitive, and I would have to. I would have to basically pay a couple bucks every time somebody wanted to buy the book, and I can't do that. Yeah. I, and so, but because big publishers have like a lot of anyway, I'm not going to complain about it. It's fine. Um, well, I'll figure it out. But you know, to me. I want it to just be really it's this has been three years in the making the second one will come out much sooner because now I know how to write a recipe properly now I know how to format stuff now I know I had to teach myself food photography so I know that now and I I know how to photograph every recipe this book does not have a photograph for every single recipe speaking of photographs what I would like are you on snapchat oh my god I love snapchat (gasps) really yeah are you guys on snapchat Rick hates it but uh, I'm obsessed with it. it I don't I hate it, but best. I look at it. <laughs> I look at it like I would do like the new Pokemon game. That I'm like, all right, people might be enjoying that, but uh, right. me, I enjoy my life simplicity how I am right now, and I don't want to get like hopelessly addicted to he, something he's else. He's an old man, so I'm, I'm, I'm not on Twitter. I'm not on Snapchat. What's and your, I'm not doing Pokemon. What's your username, Anna? Anna Vicino okay. on Snapchat. All, all one word. I am obsessed with Snapchat because I, I just added you. It, it's a forgiving app. It's ten seconds. It's to me somebody who sees a lot of comedy in the world around her. Like I feel like the universe constantly delivers me stupidity, and I want I like Snapchat for capturing what's happening. Well, that's, and that's, that leads me it's a good, another good medium for comedians. That's something I also wanted to start hitting on. So I'm friends with you on Facebook, uh, and I see that, that you do a bunch of stand up. Yeah, you can add that to the bragging montage. Uh, <laughs> but I see that you're doing a bunch of like stand up comedy now. Like yeah. how did that come? Tell me that story. How that came well, about? I've always, I'm an actor. That's why I pay my bills. Right. Um. So I mostly do voiceover work, as you know. Yes. From your things. Yeah. Um. Free things. And in fact, today I'm going to go do a cartoon at two o'clock. Yeah, so that's going to be that. fun. That's good. That's awesome. What yeah. cartoon is it? Is it anything? Uh, I had to sign an NDA, so oh, I can't okay. say what it is yet. 
But because uh, and unfortunately with cartoons, they don't come out to like a year later. But I, one project I can talk about that I'm in it that's coming out in a couple of weeks is called Batman, the killing joke. And it's actually the origin story of the Joker. Oh, um, and I don't know if I'm allowed to say what role I play, but I play a really fun little juicy role. And my scenes are with Mark Hamill, but I never uh-huh. got to meet him. And that no. bummed me out. But at least I finally worked with Mark Hamill. Right. That's, that's really awesome. cool. Yeah. Mark Hamill, of course, the swimmer, the, the Olympic swimmer. Nope. <laughs> Uh, no? Of course. Oh, no, he's exactly the figure skater. He's the about. figure skater. I'm sorry. I get him mixed up. Uh, <laughs> anyway, so to see, I I think I could be a stand-up comedian. See, I, just pre- I just presented you. probably you with, could. I just presented you with a joke that was funny. Yeah, I was going to say, Mark, uh, stand-up comedians, I'm very, a girl that I went to high school with uh, is a stand-up comedian. She has a book coming out soon, and it's right. Aaron Judge. And she and I were talking uh, a few days ago mm. uh, on Facebook uh and I, it's just amazing how much like effort and how how much um, how hard it is to yeah. come up with like a, a you, good set of usable you material. Write, you write literally hundreds of jokes, and then you're like, "I'm going to take two of those and yeah. weave yeah. this into the like." It's it's almost not worth it, are, really, as far as anything <laughs> that you should ever do with your time. But I love it, so I'm going to do it. Who are but your I comedian? did improv for years. I, when I was in Atlanta, I started an improv theater with oh, my friends. Cool. It's still there uh, 22 years later. Wow. And um, so I, I did improv for years, and I always wanted to do stand-up. So I wound up going and taking a class and working with a writer's group, and that like really dialed it in. Who are your comedian like mentors? Like Who do you... like? Like well, I mean, they're not like personal mentors, right, 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 but the right. people that I love, of course, yeah. Louis C.K., yes. Amy Schumer, I think she's amazing. Yeah. I love Whitney Cummings. I love Margaret Cho. I love Sarah Silverman. Um, I love Jen Kirkman. I love I love Chelsea Handler because she doesn't apologize. Yeah. She's just yeah. always herself. Are Most a, of these people don't apologize, Jim, by the way. Jim Most Gaffigan? of these people are just out there. Uh, Jim Gaffigan, you either love him or you hate him. Where do you I love from? Jim Gaffigan. Okay. And I, but you know. I don't watch his stuff as much just because I don't relate as much, but I love, I think he's so clever and yeah. so smart. Okay. Is, Rick, is it okay to ask her to like, give us a little, what a joke or two? Or is I that, mean, oh, I guess is that it, would be weird. I would, yeah, I, and it's not well, the right setting. I have like, some things up at Anavicino.com or, okay. um, you know, maybe I've been told now I'm supposed to put them on YouTube cause that's where you get the people looking at. I don't know. I, oh, I, yeah. I don't know. Or Snapchat. I, there's too many things I have to, there's too much stuff you have to do I, with your life online. Yeah, I just can't. I I'm done right now. I'm done. I think, Except I'm not done because I have a book to promote. <laughs> I think Jamie Foxx. I like Jamie Foxx's stuff. Jamie Foxx! He's like hey, really do smart. no wrong. I know. Oh. Do you listen to the Tim Ferriss podcast by any yes. chance? So yes. have, you, have you listened to the, the Jamie Foxx? All of it. Yes. Like that, like after after listening to that, I was like, I had I, I liked Jamie Foxx before and like thought he was very talented. After I listened right. to him for like then a two hours. Then you're like, he's the Jamie. Yeah, like he's like, oh my gosh, he's amazing. And He's Amazing. And I loved hearing his story. You know what? I loved the nugget that I loved from that was that he said he would take what he thought was his most black material and do it for a white audience and see what they laughed at. Right. And he would take his most white material and do it for a black audience and see what they laughed at. And then he would choose what crossed over and that became his set. And yeah. talk about like a wow. time commitment to do, yeah. to come up with 30 minutes that will cross over with different kinds of audiences. Yeah, right. Well, That's he's just genius. You just think like he's always oh, just up there and he's going to do characters and he's just a goofball. He is like the most intelligent, like he's smartest. Amazing. Yeah, it's really it's really awesome. I so, would like to be able to talk to him like oh, on a personal. No. But I just want to be like, dude, 
Tell me everything. And then he's like, he's, he's sitting there with his piano and he's like playing the piano. Oh like, gosh. like, what he the can, heck? He can do anything. Seriously, I would. I guess I haven't seen any of his stand up. The, the funniest thing I've ever seen Jamie Foxx do, though, once. Shanene? Uh, do what? Shanene? No, 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 no. I'm a rock y'all world. It's. Uh, Shanene came from his stand up. <laughs> right, right. Yeah. He starts in on a heckler. Uh, I think at like a roast or something like that, and he just—I gotta find this. And this is off the cuff. It's been a year since I've seen it, but man, he lays in on this guy, and it is like the funniest thing I've ever seen ever. And it's all improv; it's all off the cuff. Yeah. But it yeah. is amazing how quickly he can think and process information. So, are, do you have a show? Like, are you performing anywhere? Uh, yeah, like- I am performing uh, tomorrow night at the Ice House with Vinny. That's gonna be a fun <laughs> show. I just did Sunday night at the Ice House. Awesome. Um, yeah, I don't. I put show dates up on my website, so I will. It's all there. Yeah. Well, tell us about the podcast. How's the podcast going? The podcast is going amazingly well, especially now that Vinny's doing a once once a month or twice a month segment over at Adam Carolla. It's it's generated a lot of new yeah. traffic and a lot yeah. of new listeners, which is yeah. great, especially in time for the cookbook to come out. Um, but it's interesting because we Vinny and I both try to answer as many questions as possible on Twitter. We make ourselves very available right. in that way. Yes, you do. Um, because there's a lot of clarifying questions people have, and they're not going to necessarily go and listen to, you know, 50 hours of the most recent 50 podcasts, although right. they should. But, um, you know, we try to connect you, with people. You're just at Anna Vicino, right? I, yeah, at our, on everything. Yeah, okay. Um, you said you we try to connect with people, and then I interrupted Oh, you. yeah, we try to connect with people and, and help to answer questions. And I do know now, like, one of the bonuses for pre-ordering the book, which actually I'm going to go onto Amazon right now because it's supposed to be up today. Oh, um, cool. If you pre-order the book... I, and you email your receipt to eathappycookbook at gmail.com. Everybody who does that is going to get a bonus PDF with extra recipes, uh, you know, four weeks of meals, like four weeks of dinners, I call it, where it's basically organized. If you want to really get a schedule, this this will help you. Yeah. And then um, what's it called? I'm going to do a webinar, like a thank you webinar yeah. to everybody who pre-ordered and uh, and talk about how to get the crap out of your kitchen, how did I get started with this stuff? Because most of my people, most of my audience are people who are new. They're fairly new to cooking. Like what you were talking about earlier, Rick. Like they're like, if I'm not eating processed food, if it's not done for me, how do I do this? Or like all I I do is like I can, I can cook a steak. That's about it. Sure. Yeah, yeah. I can put food on a piece of fire and that's it. (laughs) Yeah, Yeah. exactly. But maybe buying a a bunch of asparagus is like, well, what the hell do I do with this? Like you don't, it's not like intuitive to know how to do these things. You have to be taught somehow. So it's not like I'm teaching cooking, but I'm trying to make it as simple as possible. You're bringing uh, good, healthy food to all kinds of people, to smart people who know how to cook and to dumb people like me a couple years ago who didn't have any idea what to do in the kitchen. You're a, a broad mass appeal. She is abroad. It's She's abroad. It's up. It's up okay. on Amazon. It's cool. up on Amazon. Awesome. Uh, we're going to I'm uh, that's so exciting. Are you so excited? This is crazy. This is breaking news. Yes. This is happening okay. right now. So, you go Oh my god. To, Mark, we need to do like a link, like a banner. Oh yeah, no Here, we will. I'm going to email it to you guys okay. right now. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, no, no. We'll definitely I, I already made a note of it. That's awesome. Are you like kind of in, are you shocked right now? Are you like excited? Yeah. I don't I'm freaking out. I don't know what's happening. <laughs> awesome. You're like I gotta go and call my publicist. I, know, I gotta go. Yeah. Well, I'm, like we talk, Anna. I mean, we talk a lot about you know how to move healthy like a human, how to enjoy right. life like a human, how to sleep like a human. But to me, the hardest thing is how to eat like a human right. because I haven't found very many cookbooks, if any at all, 
that have stuff like this. I'm a, I, I was a pretty active member of the Vinny Tordrich Facebook group, and I got tons of recipes and, and ideas off of that. And I'm friends with, you know, I'm friends with Lonnie and Ruel and, you know, Tom Smedley and those, the, you know, that cast of characters. So we always are giving each other good ideas of stuff to eat. But this is like right. the first genuine, like, no sugar, no grain, yeah. healthy human yeah. food cookbook that yeah. I know of. Well, and let me let me give a, a cookbook. Uh, sorry, burped. Uh, the cookbook. Wow. Another. <laughs> he doesn't care. He just Man. burps on the air. Hold on. Let me he's rip like a, one. He's okay. like the non-swearing version of Vinny. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so let me let me give the cookbook a plug. Like what you said, Rick, about how nu- the nutrition part, the eat part, is like the hardest thing. Because like with sleep, it's like all right, set up your sleep environment. And then it's over. Like then yeah. you have it. Like with med, then like you with, just got to sleep. Yeah. Right. So like with with your movement stuff, it's like okay, I'm going to do this movement. And then you don't really have to think about it. With food, it's so dynamic. There's so many different options. There's so many things that if you have uh, a repertoire, a, a collection of cook good cookbooks that you know you don't have to flip through one for ten minutes to find one that doesn't have you know x amount of this or that. Like you know it, you, they're so valuable. Like it, it, you get what you pay for, people. So buy the book. How about that? Thank yes. you. That's so yeah. nice. Yeah. I am whole, without even opening a page. I can tell you, I already wholeheartedly endorse this book because of the stuff your your power history on Anavacino.com. So, this is I, I am going to pre-order today. I am encouraging Yay. everyone who listens yeah. to this show to pre-order to buy. Uh, not just to make you rich, but because, hey, you will get a ton of use out of this. If this is something that you have questions about how to eat like a human, this is going to answer your questions. So, well, well, and I got to say, as a cookbook owner, I oh, now I know a little more of what to look for in cookbooks. Mm-hmm. But I tell you what, there are a lot of cookbooks I own where I maybe made one thing and then I was like, yeah, that's right. not – it's beautiful, but I'm like, no. I was, like that was too and hard. I, I don't too want that to be the response with this cookbook. I want it yeah. to be like, ooh, you can literally pick any recipe. It's going to be easy to yeah. make. Some are yeah. a little more labor intensive than others. Things like the shepherd's pie with cauliflower mash yeah. has more steps to it. Yeah. Chicken tikka masala has more steps to it. But then there's other things like prosciutto wrapped peaches. Was that Great. a curse word? Did you just cuss? Was that a what did you say? Tikka masala, saka taka. Chicken tikka masala. Oh, sorry. I thought you said a cuss word. That's uh, one that I've been wanting to try, but you're right. It's a little bit late, more, yeah. you know, cooking intensive. So it is. I, I mean, it's I like graduate to to the senior level of cooking. <laughs> and well, it's not even senior level. It's just more labor intensive because yeah, there's more steps, more longer. prep. You know, there's got to, yeah. you know, brown the chicken, put it aside, sweat the vegetables, start the soup. You know, it's like making a complicated soup, chicken tikka masala, but it's... Listen, it, it turns amazing. out more like a soup because you're not thickening it with flour. Some of these right. things are going to be a little different. Yeah. Because you use a lot of coconut flour, a lot of almond flour, stuff like that. So like your yeah. popovers, you talked about your popovers earlier. Yeah. They're, the, the consistency, I think you said this too, they're more dense than like a yeah, traditional popover because sure. they're made with coconut flour. But I mean, they're still good. They're still really, it's, really good. It's just slightly different than what you're used to. But yep. it's, it's, it's a great thing because people think that certain foods need to be eaten at certain times of the day. And so, like, uh, people uh, – that's one of the things that we get a lot from people is, uh, you know, what do I eat for breakfast? Oh, my God. I'm so tired. I'm uh, Bacon and eggs, bacon and eggs, bacon and eggs. What do I eat for breakfast? Well, this is a great little example. that uh, Man, I make your uh, chia seed pudding all the time, and I eat that for breakfast. Pudding. Yeah. That's, that's a, really a good word. one for breakfast. It's really, really, really easy to make. It stays in your refrigerator, and uh, you can eat it in the time that you would eat a bowl of cereal. So, there yeah. I love it. What? Oh, my gosh. Listen, I need it, honestly, for me, too, because this is a very vulnerable thing to do, yeah. to yeah. make a book, to work on something for three years, and then put it out there. And it's just me. Like, that's my 
flapping out in the wind if and it's it not came on good, Amazon well received. while you were on the air with us. Huh? And it, and it like went on Amazon like when I you know were on the that's air. so cool. You guys yeah. are my good luck charm. Yep. Um, so you know, I it's it obviously I care about it. Obviously, I want it to be well received, and it's a scary thing. So I appreciate the nice feedback, yeah. and thank you for saying that, awesome. for articulating awesome. that. Well, Anna, we are gonna wrap this up. We're gonna ask you a question. I'm not sure we asked you this when you were on with Vinny, but okay. even if we did, we'll ask you again. What is something you enjoy about life, or one thing you do to make life more enjoyable? It doesn't have to be related to anything we've yeah. talked about. It can right be now. something other than cooking and comedy. <sighs> I love. Uh, I love visiting cities and okay. I love hiking. Oh, visiting love, cities. We didn't even get to talk get about to your trip to Paris and to Italy. Oh yeah, that's right. But I uh, love to, I love walking. I love walking and going on adventures. Like I love okay, uh, disappearing into a city and just walking for out like six to eight hours and not knowing awesome. where we're going or where we are. Well, that's awesome. Uh, we had a guy on very early on, Anna, that uh, when we asked him that question, he's, he paused. He's really old. That's probably, what, Rick, 85-year-old guy? He sounded very, very old. And he said, uh, well, there's always sex. <laughs> <laughs> that was the one thing he enjoyed about life, a million-year-old man talking about boning. Yeah, I was like, geez, so that's, uh, that's been right. a classic. So, Anna, thank you so much for doing this. We're thank gonna, you for having yeah, me. We're gonna thank, thank you for your kind words. Yeah, we're gonna, thank you for rescheduling uh, last second to yes. accommodate. Oh, no problem. Yeah. You're listening to the Simply Human Podcast. Thank you, Anna. That was awesome. We're going to have uh, the links to all her stuff in the show notes. This is... Yeah, this is going to come out before August. Did you say August fourth or August second is when? I think the book she said August second is when the hardcover hits. I think she's yeah. what she said. But you can go to her website anavecino.com huh. and pre-order the book. You can also look through some of the other recipes she's posted. Like I, I'm, I'm not, uh, I'm not sitting here kissing her her rear end on this. Yeah. It's an, it's been a completely invaluable resource to me trying to cook healthy food that doesn't have sugar, doesn't have grains. The stuff we talk about for me and my family. So. Go and this will not be wasted money. Yep. You will not be. This will not be like the cookbook that you make like two recipes out of and then it sits on the shelf. You're gonna wear this this thing out. Absolutely, I guarantee it. Do it. Um, before we get to the humans being human, really quickly, I mentioned this in the intro. I wanted to briefly describe the new like monthly subscription coaching programming uh, agreement that I've got. So this is on the website right now. Typically, it's been $150 a month for a month a month of programming and then access to me for any questions regarding any of the four pillars. What we're doing now, I've, I've sort of streamlined the process. I've gotten a few more clients that I'm working with now. And so what I'm, what I'm doing now is first month is $150 to do a, like a, that comes with like a 30-minute consult uh, to figure out kind of where you are, and then that is a month of programming, a uh, movement programming, and a month. Tell me what you're talking about programming. Like, like people uh, who don't speak your trainer. Yeah, speak. yeah, yeah. Like working out. Like, um, yeah, workout plans. Right, workout plans. And then access to me within 24 hours, response, email, text. You send me videos of you doing, if, it's, if we're remote, if you're not in, in town, um, send me videos of your squats or your deadlifts, and I will I'll critique you and all that stuff. So these um, are all the things that you do for me and been doing yeah. for me for years. Yeah. And, uh, but I I just don't have to pay for it. Right, correct. So you can either pay Mark $150 to do this, or you can do a podcast with him, and then he will do it. Or go back in time and grow up with me from the time I was 10. Yeah, yeah. no Mark for 25 years, and then he might cut you a break. Yeah. I'm sorry, go ahead. And then, so the first um, month you said is $150. $150, that includes the consult and then access and the programming. For every month after that, a consecutive month, it'll it, that that price drops down to 85 a month. So oh, wow. So for 85 you're getting the programming and then the full... 
access uh, for questions, for uh, critiques, movement critiques, anything like that. So that makes sense because yeah. after the first month, you would figure. You know, form it's, is more correct. You have less questions. Right. So it's, yeah. So it used to be 150 every month. Right. Now, if you, you know, you stick with it, it's a huge, it's, you know, what is that? My math's not good. 50, $65 off a month. So yeah. that's a pretty good deal. Yeah. So uh, simplyhumanlifestyle.com. Uh, and then if you go to the store page, this will be that there's a, there's a PayPal button, or you can just email me if you want to set it up. Just email me and I can email you a, a link to set up the consult and do all that stuff. So anyway. Simplyhumanlifestyle at gmail.com. Right. Uh, so there's that. All right. Um, it is now time for humans being human. And my good friend Chad, who we mentioned in the intro, uh, we sent yes. him dog crap. Um, this is not about that. This is about juicing and, uh, I don't know what, like just a ravenous juicing story. (laughs) Okay. It is humans being human. We've got Chad on the line and this is the Chad from the, uh, dog prank double cross story. So Chad, I just, once again, I, I, I'm sorry. Mark, you should be ashamed of yourself. Uh, I know. You should be ashamed. All trust was lost. All <laughs> trust was lost. You ashamed. Oh, we were we, we were wondering if it was illegal because Rick was Rick's thought was we should have sent human turds. Yeah, and I would have thought that would be way funnier if you were to do that. <laughs> Frankly, I, I'm surprised as well. Yeah. Knowing, knowing got yeah. people that executed this this terrible travesty, I'm surprised as well. Well, didn't you say your wife was like walking by when you opened it? You thought you thought it was brownies. <laughs> and she, and oh, I was like, oh, this is great. You got yeah. brownies. And she's like, uh, She's like, starts uh, retching. Gagging, yeah. like, oh, God, it's terrible. It's like the Austin Powers thing. <laughs> he's like drinking it and he's like, it's a bit nutty. <laughs> <laughs> uh, okay, so uh, Rick, Chad, as we've already mentioned, he's part of the Tournament of Champions. He's actually a, a two time, three time champion. That's correct. Three. I am a two time champion. I should have been three. Yep. Uh, one of our. One of our members um, pulled another pulled another double cross. Ultimately, they stole the championship away from Toby and I. It's, yep. it's shameful. Yeah. So lots of fun there. That's coming up in a couple of months. Looking very forward to that. It's always Rick. It's always like that weekend is always like right around Chad's wife's birthday. So it's like he's having to come do this weekend, which it, you know just by itself is kind of like this. Really, you're gonna go do that, and it's always like around her birthday, so he's always got to navigate that. But anyway, Chad has a story. I don't. All I know about is it's about juicing. Rick has never juiced. Have you, Rick? Like juiced, like a like a vegetable. Yeah, or, yeah, yeah. So like, like Jose Canseco. No, <laughs> no, no. Like a, a vegetable, <laughs> a vegetable juicing. I have had. I have some juicing experience, which I'm sure we'll get into. So, Chad, take it away. Okay, guys. For so, I was in the interest of of the story aligning, you know, simply human. I was like, what could be a good one that would uh, the people that listen to your podcast would appreciate? And I'll set the backstage. I am a large man. I'm a cool six five, three hundred and twenty five pounds. And uh, juicing has not been a part of my life, or or really any normal diet for that matter. So my bride is a health nut. She is incredibly fit, and she just constantly wears me out about losing weight and getting on a diet. And, and I was like, all right, babe, let's do this. And I'm committed. So she got this ridiculous juicer. Um, so she got the juicer. You know, we, we got all the vegetables. She's like, all right, here's the deal. We're going to go to the farm for a weekend. We're secluded. We're away. All we'll have is juicing 
and books and the farm to do it. So we can get away from everything, get away from my local Taqueria Jalisco, which is my favorite spot. (laughs) And so we roll out, we we pack up, we have like $200 in vegetables, this ridiculous juicer and we're off on our way. (laughs) I love how you always qualify the juicer as ridiculous. Uh, (laughs) I mean, yeah, I mean, it had like, almost like I had a car payment on it. It was ridiculous. And so we have this thing. So we get there and, uh, you know, my wife describes my my uh, my temperament when I I haven't eaten or my sugar gets low as hangry, right. and so we get there. She immediately starts making a juice. I I, I pound the deal. I'm like, all right, I can do this thing. I can do this thing. It's gonna be a long weekend. I got three days. I'm committed. And she's all excited. My like, ride. Yeah, she's all energized for the weekend. And you're thinking, like, how am I gonna get through this weekend? <laughs> Yeah, I mean, because I wasn't allowed to bring whiskey or anything. Like, was, I was like, at least I could drown my sorrows away at night, you know, like my hunger. And, uh, and whiskey is juice. Wasn't having it. It's, it's yeah. a kind of juice, right? <laughs> yeah, whiskey yeah, is the juice yeah. of, of grain. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I tried the same angle, guys, and yeah. just wouldn't have any Didn't of work. it. So it was strictly health stuff. So, like, we're going through the weekend, and like, you know, you know, midday Saturday, I'm like. I'm like scrambling and I'm like, you know, like foraging for things to eat. And she kept, you know, she was getting wind of it. She was like, no, 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 I have another juice, juice. So like, I can't imagine how much, like how many vegetables it would take to get you a juice that would fill you up. You I was know? just thinking that same thing. Like, uh, <laughs> like a, a that you see like them loading like the huge crates of like uh, watermelons and the for the water. For, yeah, yeah. For like the, uh, for the elephants <laughs> like that. Yes. Yes. You're, you're, you're absolutely right. Um, yeah, it was crazy. So I mean, the, the amount of the amount of vegetables being consumed was was ridiculous. So we get through the weekend. Okay? Chad, we Chad is like eating. Sunday. He's eating the pulp, like it's like something solid. Uh-huh. <laughs> so we get through the weekend, and and no lie, I lost fifteen pounds. <laughs> weekend <laughs> and like my pants were fitting and I was like, man, there's something to this thing, you know. I was like, I mean, I was I was I was like hallucinating. I mean, I was like. I didn't have any like real food, so I was like, I was like really like, I didn't have a lot of energy. I was kind of lethargic, but I was like, I was like, man, I lost fifteen pounds. You're like, I look, you're like, I look good, yeah. <laughs> yeah, so you know, my wife, she's like, yeah, what I tell you, you know, you, you you've done it, you know. So on our way home, I'm lobbying for a water burger. I'm like, you know, hey, maybe you know, I lost so much weight, can I get a burger on the way home? She's like, absolutely not. You just like this isn't stock, Chad. Like you still got to go another week. Yeah. And I was like, whoa, 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 whoa. You're talking about another week. Like this is supposed to be a weekend deal. She's like, Chad, you got to stick with it. You got another, you know, you know, forty pounds of this. So I was, I was just getting, I was just getting fired up. I was like, man, I was, there was silence in the car. <laughs> I was just like thinking about what that was going to look like for this week of my life, having to deal with this juice thing. You look over at your wife, and it's like one of those cartoons where like the guys in the desert island and sees his partners like a giant chicken leg instead of a person. <laughs> You have no idea. I was like, I was like, oh my god! I was like, it was so. So we get so her farm is near Round Top, okay, which is kind of between Austin and Houston. Okay. At the time, we were living on North Hydra Island, so that's a good three and a half hour drive to get to the farm. So we get to that to the island. I'm pissed off. I'm hungry. I, you know, I was, you know, now looking forward to another ginger juice, whatever the hell it was, and <laughs> we. I opened the garage. The garage is opening up, and my my meat freezer, you know, where I, I kept all my my game, meat, you know, meat, all our processed meat. Uh, somehow, like the compressor went out. Oh no! So I noticed that like it's still cold in there, but I could tell that there it was stopped freezing over the weekend. Yeah. So there's blood, like 
you know, in the in the meat juices coming out of the fridge. You start licking it up off the floor. <laughs> so I looked at it and I'm like, oh, I mean, we had thousands of dollars yeah. yes. of you know, processed deer in there. I was like, I was like, Alan, we're gonna have to cook all this tonight. <laughs> I was like, Cause all, we, we, there's so much, there's no way we could give it all away, you know. And I was like, we're not gonna let it go bad. So I was like, we're gonna have to cook like 400 pounds of meat. You're like, this is a so, financial decision, Ellen. So yeah. I can't, I can't make this up. You can imagine, I, in the state of hunger in which I was, <laughs> I haven't had any real food in like four days, and and like I'm looking at all this meat, and so we had this at the time we had this big kitchen, and we had, so we laid everything out. I had this you know, big six burner Viking stove, <laughs> so we had like six pots going, and we're just like we're just getting out, we're cooking all this meat up, packaging it up, and I was good for the first like 45 minutes, and and I was like. I, was, I had cold sweats because I was staring at the meat. I was so hungry. And and Ellen went out she went out of the kitchen for like just a brief moment. <laughs> and I literally was like, I can't take it anymore. Ah! And I just started like grabbing handfuls of meat and shoving it in my mouth. And she's like, don't do it, Chad. Don't do it. And I swear, I mean, she just started wailing on me with a dinner towel. So but I, like, I, got, I got a good like three handfuls of like meat and Grease. I, look, I look like a cannibal. I yeah. look like a cannibal on an island having you know, meat juices all over my face. And so she thought that you could good. cook. She thought that y'all could cook the meat and then just and then eat it after the juice fast was was completed. That was her thought. And your thought was, I'm gonna sneak. I can't you imagine like the smell of the fat and the grease and the meat. Like there's no way you could have not eaten the meat. You're a man. I got to tell you, it wasn't even it wasn't even like a logical thought process yeah. that I would sneak the meat. It right. literally was cannibalistic tendencies. I attacked the plate. I was like, I, I, I got to do it. I, and it was survival. That it, it was literally yeah. one of those caveman survival instincts, just grabbing it with my bare hands. Like I even scalded my thumb from the pot. It was. You got one hand like scooping the meat, and the other hand is like holding Ellen at bay, like with her on her forehead. She's like (laughs) swinging at you. Yeah. Oh Oh. man. Yeah. That's I did. I did two fifteen day juice fasts, uh, vegetable juice only, and I lost like, you know, I didn't have a lot of weight to lose, and I lost like twenty pounds both times. And it's just, oh, by the end of it, you just, you have no energy. I, you, you just, oh, it's just horrible. Um, I don't know why anyone would do that for longer than, I mean, maybe a day. Just to, Yeah, it seems like a terrible plan. Yeah, horrible plan. But, well, Chad, this has been the, the meat juice <laughs> story. Um, so thank you for joining us. Uh, we're going to actually, Rick, we're going to have Chad on uh, sometime in like August, September to talk about some cool things that he has going on um, that I think uh, fall in line with the Enjoy Life pillar. So we're going to have Chad back on. So this is just a, this is just a little taste of Chad. Hmm, hmm, taste of Chad. And uh, Chad, we will, uh, we will see you soon. Thanks for doing this. Pleasure, guys. Y'all have a great one. Thank you, Chad. Um, By the way, I'm just Googling right now. I uh, didn't occur to me to Google it until now. I type in, is it legal to <laughs> M-A, and it autofills with, is it legal to mail human ashes? Oh. Is it legal to mail a human? And the oh. third response is, is it legal to mail human feces? So I'm clicking on that, okay. and I'm going to... This is the tip um, of the week, by the way. Send one of your friends human feces. 
Hang on. Just kidding. Let me uh, click this top link here on Find Law. Hang on. <laughs> I, this, this is fence. I'm so angry. This is like a lawyer's blog. Yeah. Okay. It could be considered harassment in some states uh, if it's intended to annoy, harass, or intimidate. Uh, so it's not on its surface. Okay. But it does not appear to be so if you're illegal s- to mail a human turd. So it just <laughs> depends on what you're trying to convey. So if, so if you're sending it out of love, it's not illegal. Yes, I love you. Here is some poop. <laughs> well, thank you for, for doing that for us, Rick. That was Rick's Cup Corner <laughs> with Rick and mailing turds. Um, okay, it is now time for the Assembly Tip of the Week, something you start doing today to become more healthy human. And it goes back to what, something we talked about with Anna. Cook. Yes. Cook something. Like, and I'll tell you, uh, that, that is a, such a great tip and its simplicity because – Yes, I have a list of like restaurants I can go to and the foods that I get. I go to Mexican restaurants, get fajitas without the tortillas, or I go there's a, a world famous barbecue place right around the corner from my house. I go there, I get meat. Uh, I go to Chipotle and get a salad. But like, uh, so I have a list of like if I'm out away from the house, places I can get food that's you know in line with what we talk about. But you never really know unless you're making it yourself. Right. You never know what kind of hidden hidden uh, sugars. God, there are so many hidden sugars and so many different foods, uh, salad dressings and all kinds of stuff like that. You never know unless you're making it yourself exactly what's in it. And I can tell you, like the meal I made last night, which wasn't much. It was you know, uh, grilled beef tri-tip and uh, steamed broccoli with butter. I can tell you exactly what was in all that because I made it myself. Yeah. If I were to get that at a restaurant, I don't know necessarily what's in that. But also... It just kind of, for me, it's like an exercise in being intentional about my diet. Yeah. Uh, it's almost like communing with food and communing with my with my body. Like, uh, hey, I'm doing this and I'm putting forth the effort because I want my family to know how important they are to me. So I'm yeah. making them food, and it's important for me to fuel my body with good food. Well, that's, so why, that's why. Yeah, and I always like the, that. We talked about Michael Pollan in the interview with Anna, but he's got another book called In Defense of Food, and he's got a little pamphlet, Food Rules. One of his food rules is if you're gonna if you're gonna have a treat, make it from scratch, right? So like if you're gonna have ice cream, like make homemade ice cream. If you're gonna have pie, like don't just go buy a pie, like make a pie. And that to me, like if you're cooking, like that gives you a little bit more leeway on the yeah. human food boundaries because you know because you're doing it, you're putting the time in. You're not just gonna Oh, you're not just going to have all this palat- highly palatable food that that you just came from the the, the restaurant or something like, yeah. like I don't know. To me, like you can have like if, have some homemade ice cream a few times a week if you're making it yourself and and you're putting the ingredients in and you are taking the time to to put that investment into your health. Like I think that's you know there's there's some meditative properties when you're cooking. You can't be worried about. Uh, you know, tomorrow you can't be thinking about something that happened earlier that day. Like you're, you're you know, you're very uh, focused on the present because you're, you know, if you don't, you're gonna, you know, put put too much. You're gonna put a tablespoon of salt instead of a teaspoon. Hmm. Yeah. <sighs> Sorry. So cook. But also, like it's, you know, several other reasons why I like to cook is uh, beyond the health aspect of it. It's cheaper. It's so much easier on the budget, and you know, we don't have a ton of money just floating around, so it makes it easier to 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 save your money. But also I think I hit on this just a minute ago. It's a way that I show my family that I care about them. I do all the cooking uh, because my wife's very busy. So this is a way that I show my wife and and my two kids that like, Hey, I slaved over this meal for 30 or 40 minutes. 
in an effort to show you like what I think about you. Yeah. Like that's why I made you healthy food is Instead because of like, I want you to be a healthy person. Here's some fried chicken. Shut up. Although sometimes we'll straight up do that. Oh, yeah. Like, so will we. <laughs> yeah. But uh, most of the time. Yeah. And that's the other thing. It's like if you're cooking a lot, go out and have a nice dinner every now and then out to eat and don't have any dishes to do. Like that's fine. Like just, um, you know, just make sure that you're just this week, cook a couple of times. How about that? Yes. Okay. Buy Anna's cookbook and yeah. use that to help you learn how to cook if you're not comfortable cooking. So there. There it is. Um, all right. Coming up next time, really excited to have – we all remember Jenny Labaw who was on, very famous Jenny Labaw. Her boyfriend, Marcus Brown, is a Big professional – I know. Like I, You Google Marcus Brown. It's actually kind of funny. Like He's pretty close to the top like because he's a very, very famous water skier, professional water skier. If YouTube okay. Marcus Brown and watch some of this stuff, it, it's – you think you know about water skiing until you you watch some of it. It's unbelievable. I know a lot about water skiing squirrels. <laughs> That's do. what I like to see on my Facebook feed. Yeah, not, uh, you know, yeah. craziness, right, ranting, right. And raving. Right. So uh, he's coming up next time, and we've got um, a lot of cool guests coming up. Yuri Elkheim is going to be on the show. He actually reached out to us, his publicist. He's been on Doctor Oz and is a best-selling author. Oh, oh author. yeah, that's right. You told me about that. Uh, so this that's really cool. We've got a lot of cool guests uh, coming up. If you have uh, uh, people that you would like to have on the show, us to have on the show, email us simply human lifestyle at gmail.com. You can include Rick on that, simplyhumanrick at gmail.com. If you donate to the Simply Human Podcast, you will get an extremely long and weird <laughs> and inappropriate email from Rick yeah, the about... the one I wrote the other oh, day the cactus. Dead Serious, it took me 45 minutes to write. Well, it. when I saw how long it was, I was like, I'm not I'm not reading this. And then I was like, I read the first sentence and you you, you got me. You just like, the, it's like perfect, it's like writing class. Like draw well, I, them I in. I figured that like uh, I owed him a pretty good email because yeah. you sent that to me like six weeks ago yeah. and I just hadn't, hadn't, didn't have a lot of creative juices flowing, didn't have something immediately funny to send back, and so I gave it some thought. And that's well, and it was funny because he he gave us like ten bucks, and he was like, "Man, he was like all that for ten dollars." It's like imagine if you gave like fifty bucks. Like, what kind of a book would you get from Rick? So uh, that that happens uh, if you if you donate now on the donate now button, which is on this, the the uh, show notes, or to go to the simplymlifestyle.com slash store or go to the store page. Um, so go to the website. I already just I just mentioned it. Like us on Facebook at simplyhuman52 is all my social media stuff. Um, leave us a review on iTunes. You all know the maybe drill. I'll, maybe I'll do a Periscope here. For yes, yeah. So thank you for everybody. We know there's a lot of things, uh, a lot of options out there. Thank you for making us part of your day. That is going to do it for this edition of the Simply Human Podcast. And remember, it would have been way funnier if uh, you would have yourself crapped in the back. <laughs> so until next time, enjoy yourself. Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich. But you're the filet fish Sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun. Yeah, you get it. Every time. And if you love the filet of fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba.